I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sandspans Radio. Top eight? Top four? Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Um, and I'll take this one. Uh, boys, How Goods Footy. Shut up, Tom. It's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh, oh Joel. Fuck. Same from me as well. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Jesus. Look, Essendon are currently ninth, but I had a taste of that top eight. Uh, Essendon won again. And- top eight, sure. What's that shit? <sighs> Mate, Port Adelaide knocked you out, didn't they? Yeah. Don't worry. Next week, we'll take care of that. <laughs> there's something I've learned about Brisbane. We fucking love a mission on the road. <laughs> we're going on the road next Sunday, and we're going to put Ken Hinckley in a fucking grave. <laughs> Welcome back, Sean. You're Thank away you. for the last yeah, couple of weeks. Thanks. What, a, what a coming home present. Uh, oh, mate. My boys, they they took care of business while I was away. I did get back on late, uh, early Sunday morning. So yep. I uh, got a few hours sleep and was ready for the Brisbane versus Giants game, which we'll get to later. But oh, what so, an exciting, nerve-wracking time. So uh, while you're away, round 14, Brisbane murdered St. Kilda. Yep. Definitely just put... just. Alan Richardson, they help him drink, dig his grave, basically. I was in a cabin in the middle of nowhere, and I thought uh, I'll just have a cheeky look on KO and watch this game, and then KO didn't work outside of the country. Uh, so I, I think I put the phone down because I was like, no, nah, I'm on a break here. I'll, you know. And then I looked at it later, uh, and I had to mute the How Goods Footy group chat because it was going off. <laughs> it was just caps lock on forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just, Sean, Sean, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Well, no, I think I think the other one that I liked was it was probably the week after when you guys beat Melbourne. Yeah, where you you were worried, and I told you to put your phone away; it was going to be fine. And then Melbourne started winning. <laughs> oh, that was a oh, going away is hard mm. when you don't have access to the footy. And I remember that one too. Brisbane played Melbourne, and we had bought tickets to see yesterday. In like some small little boutique cinema, which was really cool. But I was, I came out of the movie, and the, the game, the game was on while I was in the movie, basically. And uh, it's hard to focus on a uh, on a movie when your boys are struggling, but then getting it done. 
just doing what they have to do. Fuck. Uh, how was yesterday? I enjoyed it a lot. That's good. How's to hear. the wall? The wall. Mm. Oh, at home. Mm. It, it had a break. It had a break. The house had two weeks to recover from thundering high fives. Shaking the the foundations <laughs> of that house. We just going to need tens. some work. Yeah, going to need to paint it. I think it's got my handprint on it forever. <laughs> It'll get a double. It'll get a double one next week if we can beat Kenny Hinckley. Oh. I just wish Port was struggling more because, Tom, <laughs> you're going to have this situation next week where you have the potential to kill a coach. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm aware. I'm, I envy that. Yeah, I think I think Ken's safe for another year. Richo, good bloke though. Ken? I mean, I like Ken. Did you say Ken's safe for another year? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he's not in any danger this week. No. If, if they make finals, then Unless we win by that fabled 200 points. Then you never know. I think we might get everyone fired. Who are you playing this week, Tisha? Uh, I got North Melbourne. No, well, there's no, no, yeah. He's safe. Reshore is so safe. Maybe Brad Scott can come back for this week. Uh, maybe, and maybe. Fire him again. What, what I'd be worried about is Reshore getting John Warsold fired. Yeah. Or it could be the reverse. Mm. They Imagine. can play well enough that Reshore locks in the job. You're going to give a man a job. No, we're not. We're going to put his job in jeopardy. Until next week, and then Until, he can get that job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless of what, like, you know, you could kill a coach, you could promote a coach. We're stimulating the economy. We and that's what our good footy is yeah, all yeah, about. Yeah. We're <laughs> stimulating the footy economy. Yeah. Um, do we want to dive into the games? Yeah, so this week was there was some close shit games and there was some blowout shit games and then there was some good games but not many good games. No. You guys will have to catch me up a bit because I, uh, okay. I, I missed Well, I few. can talk about this game, I think. Yeah, you were there. I was there. Um, do you want to know what happened? Fuck all for three quarters. I have no idea. I didn't watch any of this. <laughs> so you had a work function there. Yeah. You decided that you turned your back on footy because of the dog shit that was on display. It was So I was like, you know, I'm going to watch this game. It could be really good and exciting. The first five minutes, it looked up and about. There's a bit of pressure. Some great goals kicked. And then the second quarter just turned into... The answer to the question, how good's footy, is not this second quarter or third quarter. Mm-hmm. It was ugly lockdown. Like, let's change the rules. It'll make the game more free-flowing. Not on Friday, didn't. My God, there was just the skill errors and lack of any highlight like I think I remember looking at the highlights of the next day of this game and there was a highlight of just a guy taking a pretty regulation mark and missing the goal because that was a moment that happened in those quarters. <laughs> yep. It's just no good. But uh, the the big big segment on this, though, is that uh, Collingwood, Collingwood lost. And they were 18 points up five minutes into the last quarter. Ooh. Hawthorne kicked four in a row. Then Collingwood pinned them back and then Hawthorne just held on. There was a moment where Collingwood were all over them in the start of the last quarter and they kicked – someone kicked the goal from like 50 and it was like, oh, they're home. And I turned to my friend who was there who is a Collingwood supporter and I went, don't worry, you're home. I'm going to make a, a bold call here. Yep. Collingwood might be – in fact, they are. Well, that's 100% absolute. They are the worst third-place team in the history of the AFL. <laughs> they're dog shit right now. How'd you feel about them when they were second before this game? That made it even fucking worse. <laughs> you, have you seen the stat, though, about teams this year 
ranked second in teams. So teams this year that have been in second spot have only won four games this year. Teams ranked 18th have won eight. Ooh. What? Yep. Hey, no, no, no. What? I legitimately don't understand. So, what so um, throughout this season, whenever – like, so different teams have obviously been second and different teams have been 18th. Oh, right. More people okay. have won games from 18th position than they have from second this year. Okay. By double. Sense, yeah. I blame Collingwood for that, though, because they've been pretty entrenched in second for a while. Well, between Collingwood or West Coast or GWS, mm. they've all got there and dropped a game or two. Sorry, that stat's going to turn pretty soon. Why? Well, there's a team climbing up the ladder. Oh, I saw a great stat today, and it's where Brisbane have been positioned on the ladder after 15 or 16 rounds for the last, like, 10 years. Yeah. And every year it's like between 15th and 18th on the ladder. And at the moment it's fourth. No, forget fourth Melbourne. It's fourth Brisbane. We've got to figure out something that works for that. Fourth Queensland. Yeah. Premiership team. That's what we'll call them soon. My God. Um, I've got nothing more to say on this game except that it was dog shit. Yeah, it was bad. The lot, like the last 15 minutes were pretty good just because it was scrappy and high pressure, I guess. And like people started kicking goals and that was nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, if you're a Hawthorne supporter, hey, I'm sure that's a great result. If you're a Collingwood supporter, <laughs> one, why are you listening to this show? We're not nice. No. Two, you got what you deserved. Fuck Collingwood. <laughs> also, what's wrong with them? I think Collingwood always have a culture problem. But they've been dog shit, particularly in the last few weeks. Is it because I wasn't in the country? Do I need to leave? No, no. Stevenson so probably does. Like genuinely though, losing Stevenson, I think, has really fucked their structure. But they haven't, like, it's weird because for the, most of the season they've been second or, or roundabouts. They haven't really fired all, at all this year. Uh, they've had uh, a couple of games. Mate, they, they, they smashed Brisbane. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, they've had a couple of games where they've they've really torched a couple of teams. Like, they're not really, they haven't got on a roll. They no. have a lot of injuries. Oh, yeah, big time. Like, a lot. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, they had a lot of injuries last year as well and they made a grand final. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's all doom and gloom in the media for Collingwood, but they're third on the ladder. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. But their run is tricky and they're not in form, so it is a bit of a worry. It is concerning. I don't think they're in any danger of missing the finals. No. Straight like, sets. I, I, I don't think they'll be top four. I don't have them in my ladder predictor top four. They are seventh in my ladder predictor. That's a big drop. Yeah. They lose to Carlton in three weeks' time. <laughs> what? No, that's, you know. That's it's not my universe. The, you're all just living It's not in. outside the realms of possibility. I just want to look at who they've got on the way. They've got West Coast next week in Perth. So, I think that's a loss. Then they've, they've got, got the Giants away. Jesus. <laughs> Both teams need to keep winning to stay relevant. And then I think they've got the Tigers. lost two in a row or three? Two. Uh, two. They could very easily lose four in a row then. Yep. Then they've then got they've the got- Tigers, which is fucking massive. The Tigers look good again. Yeah, but... I think it's then they've got the Suns to steady at the MCG. Then Melbourne at the MCG, which I think is tricky-ish, depending on how Melbourne are going. Then yep. Adelaide at Adelaide Oval. Oh, and then and then <laughs> Jesus round twenty-three, a game that we always act shocked about, but we've mentioned on the show about thirty times. Collingwood's last game of the season is against Essendon. Far that will be out. huge. I might be at the ground throwing punches. Might be the ground throwing punches. You'll be there. <laughs> it's just whether or not the punches are there. So what are they on? They're on 10 wins. I would give them... 12 or 13. Yeah, that's what I've Two seen. more, maybe a third. Yep. So they're bottom of the eight. They're seventh. They also don't play Carlton, so I don't know where you've got that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did you get Carlton confused with Gold Coast? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I got Carlton confused with Melbourne because they're both shit. Uh, hey. And they're pretty close together on the ladder. Do we want to move on? Because this yeah. game's no good. So next game, Saturday afternoon at the MCG, Essendon played Sydney. And I spent two and a half hours doing a big shit in my pants. <laughs> I was so scared, so stressed. And Sydney brought the exact type of game that they brought last time we played them. It was like scrappy and there was lots of turnovers and it was bad. And I was so scared and I was at work and work was busy. So I couldn't just like watch it. Managed to get away though and watch the last like, I t- like timed my break so that I got to watch the last 10 minutes. It was it 10 minutes where they nearly <sighs> ran over the top of you? No. It was okay because the last 10 minutes was the last 10 minutes included like three goals by us. Then they kicked like two goals and I was like, oh, wait, we have not won this yet. And then it was okay. So this was just like two teams that have found form recently. Um, and yeah, the team that's more likely to play finals won. Anyone uh, climb a goalpost? No. Oh, okay. It's pretty standard for your fair <laughs> these games, isn't it? Someone climbs a goalpost. How did Zach Clark play? He was absolute horseshit until the last quarter, and then he played pretty well. Because he's going to be in the team, isn't he? How long's Bell Chambers out for? Six weeks. <gasps> I think six to eight. Ah, cherry ripe for finals. Miss, just the old Clark Keating. Yeah, oh, Mr. September. Brad Otten's Clark Keating, <laughs> get your heart back. out. Mr. Come, September, here he comes. He'll come back with a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but shaved on top. <laughs> the aerodynamic <laughs> mullet. Aerodynamic at the front, party at the back. <laughs> um, yeah, it was wild. Like, uh, it was such a stressful game, but I'm so glad we won because it was the type of game that if we lost, I'd just be dead. Can we talk about the big thing that actually came out about the Bombers this week that had nothing to do with this game? What? Orazio is uh, going to Adelaide, apparently. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Re- had requested a trade. Until you ask him and then he was like, no, I signed a contract extending for two years last August. I intend to... Play that out. Yeah, and look, I believe that. Do you sure? I do. However, Mitch McGovern and Dane Beams all said the same thing. Yes. Josh Shackey, he signed. I think it happens. No, look, hey, I totally understand. I just... The he's, one thing that is He's more- a free agent in two years, so he yeah. might just wait. I don't... It annoys me that we're talking about it in round 15. It seems like the type of thing that has come out in a weird spot. And his response to it was just like, it wasn't even like a venomous denial. He was just like, we had a laugh about it. Whatever. <laughs> and I mean, the, 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 what I what I finishing was out of the story. It was like, you know, um, SNM were prepared that he might request a trade home. And that's probably true. There is probably, they've had conversation with him and he said, you know, at some point in my career, maybe I want to go home to South Australia. But that doesn't mean Arazio is being traded and Port Adelaide are the front runner. What, what, like, based on fucking what? Adelaide are going to have pick two. So, you know. Uh, Adelaide might be trading pick two. Yeah. For Orazio Fantasia. No, for Lycosis. That's one that I've heard in the last week or so. I think it's also important to note that if I was Fantasia and I, Adelaide were like, yeah, yeah, we'll take you home. I'd be like, no, I'll wait for the better club in South Australia. Meanwhile, I'll hang out with these heroes. Yeah. Ragtag team of misfits. They're just, just getting the job done. <laughs> That's t- is Port Adelaide the team that they're mentioning for? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In the front okay. row. Um, that makes more sense in Adelaide who 
again, despite the the Collingwood thing again, despite the fact they're in the top eight, they're in shambles. Big time, yeah. That we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> we will get to that. Well, because after this close game that was scrappy, then there was two massacres. Just one thing from this though. Do you know what I? If I was you mm. and I saw that just for the bounce, Dyson Heppel was not going to be playing. I was scared. I was like, "Fuck, who's going to step up?" And then Merritt got injured. He could, yeah, concussed again. It's like, well, no, sorry, he wasn't concussed, but he was worried he was concussed. Yes, the wording I saw for today was that he had a headache. He blurred vision, so he copped a head knock. That's and a he concussion. Was, He's in trouble. But they. They've denied it was concussion, though. Yeah, because they put. Although, it back would on. they tell you the truth? Well, no. Yeah. The test's pretty rigorous, and they can't put him back out there. He may have had. He may have been cleared a concussion test, and then at the end of the game was suffering from blurred vision. No, the blurred vision was because he pulled himself off. So maybe he passed a concussion test, went back out, and then all of a sudden it hit him. No, no, the the other way around. So he copped a high knock. They yep. didn't do a concussion test. Then he pulled himself off. He was on the bench for nearly an entire quarter, resting because he was he was complaining of blurred vision. Why didn't they do a test? No, well, well, they, they would have after that. No, they, that's what I mean. They, he did the test when he was on the bench. Oh, right, right, right. Gotcha. So okay. he pulled himself off the field. Yep. And then they were like, fuck, that sounds like a concussion. Did a test. They put it back on. Yeah. But, you know, there was a man who stood up. And his name is David Zaharakis. Yeah. Kicked three goals. Almost kicked the fourth. There was like what he almost sealed it with like a snap. But, yeah, it was like marked right on the goal. His, he kicked two goals on the run from 50 as he was being tackled that were very reminiscent from a certain goal that he kicked in his first ever season of football. Yes. It's pretty good. He's a gun player. He's like, he floats under the radar. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. I like I love him, but he used to be very much on everyone's radar a couple of years ago. Well, because he was the only player still at the club. Yeah, but even like before that, like he'd really stepped up and was... Because I guess at that point in time, we didn't have like a... Apart from like Job and Zaharakis, our midfield, like, I think it was like kind of like, yeah, our midfield Stanton will be good. was yeah. there. Don't miss those days. <laughs> Not a fan. Is there any Bomber supporters that like Stanton? Uh, he improved heaps in his last season, I think, and everyone has kind of fond memories, but I had totally forgotten he existed until just then, and now I'm a little upset. Is it because he wore the number five that people were hard on him? He was also. I can't remember what he was bad at. I can't remember if he was like, you could not trust him with a set shot or if he was- I think kicking. Yeah. Just, no, but in general. Yeah. yeah. Bit of a shield. Yeah. Way. <laughs> Who's the number five now? Is it that kid that St. Kilda want to offer millions of dollars for despite him having not played a single fucking game? It's not Parrish, is it? No. no he's three. Yeah. I don't know who five is. It could be- um... Shield. No, not Shield. Shield's nine. Guelphie. No. Should be Guelphy. <laughs> Clark? Oh, fuck, if it was Clark, I'd know. I need to know which number to boo. I'm kidding. Don't boo your own players. Clap behinds, though. I support that. <laughs> it's uh, Devin Smith. Oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. of course. Oh, I was like, why haven't we said- The reason you forgot is you haven't seen him because he's not playing. Yeah. No, because I was also thinking it was- um. Fuck, what's his name? Donahue? No, no. McDonald Tipping Woody. No. <laughs> Do you want me to just keep saying players' names? Because I'll do You're it. You're not going to get the player I'm trying to think Aaron of. Aaron Francis. No, he's number- Kyle Langford. Matthew Lloyd. No. Hey, no, that's 18. <laughs> Scott ah. Lucas. 25. Which is Jake Stringer. Yep. <laughs> what was Gary Moorcroft? He was 15, I think. Jason Johnson. Jason Johnson was one. No, Mark Johnson, Johnson was, was one. one. Mm. Uh, Adam Ramanaskis. 
13? No, nine, was four. I think, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, he was nine. Yeah. Who was 13 before Arazia? Uh, Longy. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, lo- long. No, yeah, it yeah. was long. Damien Cupido was 13. Oh, he used to play for <laughs> Brisbane, Cupido. <laughs> yeah, played at Essendon as number 13. He was my favorite, my first favorite fringe player. Oh, bless. What I was, liked I Ryder was four, wasn't he? Yeah. No, Job was always four. Ryder might have been three. Fuck, numbers are hard. They are. I can't do math. Anyway. Next game, speaking of numbers being hard. this That was a great segment for everyone who was probably screaming at their phones being like, 10 or whatever. 49. You fucking idiots. Anyway, speaking of fucking idiots, Gold Coast almost got football cancelled in Queensland (laughs) with this performance. There was a, did you see the video of Stuart Jew, like at some point either during the second quarter, they just cut to the box and it was just a man looking at the oval and you could just, like, just clear on his face was just like, what the fuck are you idiots doing? (laughs) (laughs) This isn't. This isn't, this isn't the fucking club that I've been coaching this year. Like, yes, they've lost a few, but they've been competitive. He's sitting there going, nah, get, get fucked. This is, I don't know what to do. Wheels are off. Uh, lost 11 in a row. Richmond won by 92 points. And it looked like it could have been a lot more than that. Because at halftime, it was 16 goals, seven to three goals, one. Took the foot off. I hate when that happens so much. You, you, you saw that score and you went, here we go. Well, I saw the score like after the game because I saw the message. Dusha, you were like, Richmond are fucking cowards and I hate them. And I thought, oh, what's that? And then, oh, yeah, cowards. Came out after, came out in that last quarter. Could have been a massacre. They, Wasn't. Yeah, fuck. They 92 kick, is not enough. They kicked seven goals. Yeah, seven goals, five in the second half after kicking 16 goals, seven in the first half. Mm-hmm. Could have been Took a, the foot off. Could have been a 200-pointer. Yeah. Fuck, I would have been settled just... It wasn't even 100 points in the end. Disgusting. Anyway, I don't think there was any highlights. Well, I mean, there would be for Richmond. Lots of players kicks lots of goals. Yeah, Lynch kicked three or four, didn't he? Did you see... Three, um, yeah, three goals, two. Rioli kicked two goals, three. There's the 100-point loss. Uh, uh, the 100 Rioli, point. it's your fault. Daniel! Uh, Gold Coast came out today and they're going to ask for pick one. They're going to get it anyway. But they well, they want they want one and two. Well, they'll get it anyway because Adelaide will give it to them. Well, then they'll have one, two, and three. So they're they're pushing for a priority, priority pick. They want pick one. They want a pick before any yeah priority. They I think they were pushing for a priority pick because I've heard they don't necessarily want to go to the draft. They want to trade it for a top end established player. Well, then yeah, I mean they can do that with number one. Because I mean that's what they need, and that's what that's like. You look at them. There's some really good young kids on that list that just need. A bit more time, yep. but they've got what like Hanley and Harbrow. Hanley's just can't get on the park, unfortunately. George Holland Smith and Jordan Murdoch. Yeah. They need the twenty-four to twenty-six year olds. They just need. They just need like a like a. Um, they need a Lockie Neal. Not not even Lockie Neal. Uh, Jared Lyons. What? Yeah, but they, but they need like a like a like a Dan Hanbury type or just a a a in and under mature like. A Hodge or a Sam Mitchell. People will crack the shits if they get pick one. I think. And I think there needs to be a better. Can't wait for Damien Barrett to rag on it for the next six weeks. You need a better solution, though, because if it's like, if it's true that Lacosis wants to leave, I don't know. That hasn't been confirmed. It's just, I've just been hearing it around. Mm. Um, what's going to happen? So they get pick one and two again, maybe, and get two more kids, and then 
a year or two from now, they just leave again. Yeah, Gold Coast really, 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 really need to fix something somewhere so to keep players. Yeah, because that's the big. They're just a fucking massive I mean, hole. They need it. They need to. They, that's what I mean. They need to use those picks to knock after kids, but go after like dangle pick one in front of Adelaide for a crouch. Like, Tex, he hates playing for Adelaide. Clearly, get him to go. Do you know what I mean? Like, fuck, go to Port Adelaide and be like, give us Ollie Wines. We'll give you pick one. I'll take a crouch. Go to go to go to Melbourne and be like, give us Nathan Jones and we'll give you pick one. Oh, not pick- Nathan Jones, like fucking Jack Viney. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I reckon. I don't know why, but I feel like Oliver or Brayshaw would be gettable for that sort of pick. I think Brayshaw would be the one you'd go for. I just have high hopes that Brisbane are going to go after Brayshaw. Gorgas yeah. need yeah. two or three senior players that are basically superstars. And no, no, yeah. no, no, no. They're not necessarily. They need probably one superstar and two. Good leaders. Homsch is apparently – Homsch and Harbour are great leaders, but they're in the back line. You need someone in the forward line who can – You're right. Leaders from the back line never accomplish anything. Is that right, Sean? <laughs> Tom. No, no, no. No. You need leaders – you need a leader on every line at the Gold Coast. That's how dire the situation is. I agree. To put it in like a Brisbane context, you need a Hodge in the back line and the forward line. Yep. And then you need someone in the middle. Like, really, it's Swallow in the middle, isn't it? Yeah. They need someone else. They need a Lockie Neal type to help Swallow. swallow. And then they need. They've got Homsch and Harbour down back. You know what? Get Eddie Betts for a year. Because I don't think he'll play at Adelaide next year. I reckon he could get Eddie and say, We want you to be a coach as well. I want you to coach the young forwards. And then you need to get a Luke Hodge type, but someone younger yep. in, on the back, on the halfback line. Where's Eddie going next year, if not to Gold Coast? Or do you think he'll retire? I think he'll retire. Probably retire. Unless Carlton fucking. And you know what you do? You convince him to come. You, back, uh, maybe I don't know. You get all the money. You get some money out, and you just pick up the phone and Stuart Jew got a mate who he played with or would have coached and knew. Um, you pick up the phone, like Sean Burgoyne. Up you come, Silky. Oh, actually, no, no, no. Roughhead, Roughhead. You get Roughhead, or you get Eddie Betts. And and Jew and Roughhead played together. Yeah, you get Roughhead up there just I think one Roughhead. year, and then it, it it becomes coaching. Roughhead is the Luke Hodge for Gold Coast. I mm. might, just as an undercover investigation, try and get drafted to Gold Coast just to see what is fucked behind the scenes because there's clearly something. You're going to go just... pick one, two, or three. <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the year, we try to get Dusha fitter than an 18-year-old who's been playing footy their whole life. <laughs> I'll, I'll cop pick three. <laughs> All right. Speaking of copping it, next game. Wow. Uh, wow. You know how showdowns are usually close and good? This yeah. one was not close nor good. Nah, look. Who tipped port? Me. Yeah. Am I the only one? You, you fuck cooked it this week. Yeah, I did. I got did, you, did you tip Adelaide? Nah, I tip port. Mate. Yeah, good. Oh. I went for wishful tipping. Um, I did that every week and somehow I managed to get yeah. six. So, nah, so yeah. see, see, this game, though, if you watch like at, at half time, it was two points of difference. And also, this uh, just side note of like wishful tipping. Uh, Adelaide losing this pushed Essendon out of the eight as well. I will say this though: if you had to get pushed out of the eight with any result, Adelaide cooking it on the in a big game, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. Tisha, this works for you, I think, because you want to. I think Essendon can potentially pass both the South Australian teams. Yeah, well, we'll find out when we go to South Australia in two weeks and play Port, <sighs> huh? Adelaide. Adelaide. Adelaide at Adelaide Oval on a Friday night. Oh, Jesus. it's big. 
Now this and th- we play North the week before, so next week, and they have Gold Coast. <sighs> Although they're at Metricon Stadium, we're at Marvel. So looking at, so I was talking to my brother the other day. Looking at your draw and mm. Port Adelaide's draw, those two teams are shaping the eight. Just look at who they're who you're both playing over the next three or four weeks. I tell you this: if Port Adelaide make the finals. There'll be a huge chance because they're run to get there. They have to play a lot of teams. And I wouldn't be surprised in the finals mix. I wouldn't be surprised if Port did a bit of a cheeky Bulldogs. Just they got nothing to lose. No. But they don't have the hearts, so they won't do it. You can't rely on them. They're up and down. They're untrustworthy, Sean. They're untrustworthy. (laughs) Not this week, though. You can trust them this week because they. I'm pretty sure, just uh, speaking of the run home, I'm pretty sure Essendon play seventh, eighth. So currently, seventh, eighth, tenth, eleventh. And third. Should should make the finals, mate. Fuck. That's that is insane. Yeah. But back to this game. Yep. Uh two great two great things about this game. One, mm-hmm. second half, Port Adelaide kicked seven goals in a row. Yep. Before Adelaide had a shot and missed. Adelaide kicked one goal and one or two behinds for one. the second half. Uh they kicked one goal three in the second half. After kicking four goals, 11 in the first half. So Adelaide could have shut the door, but they just couldn't do it. And then Port Adelaide went, we left the door open for us. We're going to fucking kick it down. Do you know? They're one goal, three. So good. Uh, Port kicked nine goals, nine. Did Damien Barrett come out after the game and and say it needs to be the MCG? Or is that that only when it's a close game? Damo, where are you, mate? I'll ask him. Big old Damo. Why don't you ask him, Sean? I can't, mate. Oh, why not? Oh, I'm blocked. Oh, that's right. You caught him in Parasite. Uh, Tweety from How Good's Footy. We can't get How so, Good's Footy. Oi, fuckhead. <laughs> Should they move it to the MCG now? Um, Should move him to fucking South Australia. What's his Twitter handle again? Oh, I don't know. His name. Uh, Barrett Damien, I think. Yeah, found it. It's not as good as Terry Wallace's, who's his the list manager. I love it. I love Terry. Terry Wallace. <laughs> oh, I love You're going to make me spew up. <laughs> <laughs> The way we just laughed, that's how he talks. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> Plow. Um, now, look, this, this, there were some good signs from Port, but I think the best moment of the game was did you see Scott Lysette's goal from 50. So I did, yeah. At one end at the start of the third quarter, oh. Tex kicked a huge goal and just very big point. Yep. If he had had the mullet, it would have been great. Mm. And then Scotty Lysette. With the, probably the biggest turning circle, I think, in the history of footy. <laughs> it's Mack Truck. Mack trucked it around, bombed it from 50, and just nearly turned Super Saiyan. He got so excited. <laughs> I'm there for that. Is he injured? Fucked his knee up. I don't that, think he's going to play next week. Nah, that's what I'm hearing. But there's a bloke in the, uh, in the, in the sample who's not a handy, not a bad ruckman. Oh, Paddy yeah. Ryder. Paddy Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> I got excited because I was like, yes, no, no license. And then you went, and then, oh, oh, Paddy Ryder. <laughs> fuck it hell. Oh, Paddy Ryder and Dixon. So have fun. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of Paddy Ryder, though, I'm uh, back to the Fantasia hot takes. I just remember on Facebook, people being like, yeah, that's fine. Send Fantasia there, get Paddy Ryder back. And I was like, Paddy, are you an idiot? Do you pay attention to anything that has happened? Ryder doesn't want to come back to. Essendon. No way. If we offered him that, he'd probably punch our fucking manager in the head. <laughs> That'd be a good thing. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> uh, do you know what else was happening a lot in this game? A lot of fights. Oh. <laughs> there was a there game. was a point where Dixon took a mark and just got bumped, like just like a smart ass bump from the like a, a young upstart Crows defender. Yeah, who I think immediately regretted it. <laughs> Dixon threw the ball on the ground and just like threw him <laughs> into the ground. 
And then this guy's like holding onto his jumper and Dixon's just like standing up. This dude's just dangling from his <laughs> collar. <laughs> oh, anyway. Adelaide, no good. Port Adelaide, who knows? Next game. Nah, I'm good, thanks. I... Oh, I yeah. do... Uh, so Marvel Stadium, Tom. Yeah. Run of yeah. the dogs. They ran over the top of cats. So Friday night when I was at these staff drinks, some guy I work with who goes to the Bulldogs is like, oh, man, I'm not going to the game on Saturday. And I'm like, why not? He goes, well, please. I was like, mate, you are huge chance. He's like, what am I? Yeah, this is, a ma- this is a danger game. Because Geelong have been travelling, eh, all right. Mm-hmm. And Bulldogs, I've noticed this year, when they've won, it's when they've come up against teams that they're better, that are better than them, so they're already – they love an ambush. They're primed for it, yeah. They love an ambush for one. But also, then if the team looks a bit shaky, they just go straight for the throat. That's not what happened here. What happened was three quarters of fucking awful football and then the last quarter where Bulldogs went, oh, no, let's fucking win it. Okay. Um, Bonton Pally actually said that in his post-game interview. He yeah. was like – he was basically like, yeah, we just saw an opportunity to like strike and we're like, we can win this. And they, did. They, they basically, I think it was about 15 points at three-quarter time and then the Bulldogs got two really quick goals at the start of the quarter and you could just tell that Geelong are like, oh, shit, they're coming and the Bulldogs are like, going to be an ambush. And you know what? Fair enough. Um, Geelong were, weren't very good. We missed, for a team that has prided itself on goal accuracy all year, we were... No good. Uh, Gary Rowan. Gary Rowan is, was 15-2 coming into tonight, as the commentators pointed out, as he lined up for his first shot on goal. He hit one three and two out in the full. He under, had a kick. Under the roof? Yeah, sure. <sighs> Gary. He kicked. He had a kick, right? <laughs> send, from, send him back to Sydney. So he had a kick. <laughs> where, no, I'll, I'll back him in next week to kick five. Bring back Menzel. He's injured, so. Oh, don't worry about him then. <laughs> um Look, yeah, there's some issues. His but knees I think, will take care of it for you. <laughs> I think the big issue for Geelong was that the Bulldogs came and pounced them in that opportune moment. But I think I don't think people are realising, and Chris Scott actually said this in his press conference, we lost Collar Jasney to a concussion early. And it basically then from that point on, Aaron Norton went bananas because we'd picked a team without where Blitzars was the second ruck because last week we'd done it and we put Collar Jasney on Tex and yeah. it done really well. This week, same thing. Blitzarves are going to the ruck. College has need to play on Aaron Norton. Was doing a really good job. Got knocked the fuck out. And all of a sudden, we had to throw some magnets around. And I just don't think we had the team selected to cover his loss. Like if another player had gone down, we might have been able to adapt. Sounds like a lack uh, of something, Disha. <laughs> plan B problems striking again. Do you know what I think happened, though? I think Chris Scott... Liked his plan C that he used the other week so much, he decided to make a plan A this week. Mm. Chris, against the Saints, mate, just stick to the old plan A with the B and the C built into it. Well, I've uh, got a match recap in front of me, and the heading is lackluster cats run out of steam against the Bulldogs. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have to come at me so hard, but you did. Uh, now nah, Bulldogs are really good. Calling the top of the ladder team lackluster is brave well, random I mean, football so app I'm using. I was watching the game, and I was like, fuck, this sucks. And the mate I was watching the game with turned around and goes, don't worry, mate. When this game's over, you'll still be on top of the ladder. So we're fine. That's very arrogant. I'd rather have I'd rather have a hiccup now than four after weeks the bye. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Fuck you had guys. Tim Kelly play. Uh, he had a really good first half and then they just shut him down. Mm. Um but the, the easily our best player I thought for the whole game was um uh Clark again, Jordan Clark. Just 
was going in hard. Uh, Dalhouse had a really big game against his old side. Just a lot of, like, laid a lot of great tackles. Ran Bontepelli down twice. What about Gary Ablett's? Um, did he play? That bad? Yeah. Oh, back, well, to church, back to church, Gary. They had to swing him into the middle, and he forgot how to play in the middle because he's a forward. Do you know now. what he didn't forget how to do? Scream at umpires, which is what he was doing a lot of during the fourth quarter. No, he got becoming a cranky old man. He got t- called for a throw, and he's like, "I handballed it." They showed the replay. He fucking handballed it. Yeah, I know. I saw that. But he the was umpire yelling. was on the wrong side. The umpire, he's like, "I handballed it." Umpire's like, "I don't reckon you did, though." Gary's like, "You don't reckon?" <laughs> Look, I will say this too. You know what else fucking sucks? When it during the third quarter, the free kick count is sixteen to six. Yeah, who was winning at that time there? Geelong. Yeah, so. Fuck it. Well, I got no free kicks, mate. No Did good. you deserve any? Yeah. <laughs> Did. Okay. Deserved more than we got. Right. Also kept kicking it. The, this, this is the, re- like, the reason this game was so bad is... It's on a roll here now. We would kick it in and we'd kick it straight to Eastern Wood and then the Bulldogs would run it out the other end and kick it straight to Harry Taylor and then we'd run it out that end and we it was just turnover city and fuck my boys would want to lift next week or I will be writing a letter. <laughs> Another one. I haven't written that one Actually, yet. Actually, I haven't written that one yet, the first one. Because he's staying. We don't need to. Speaking of who needs some letters. Uh, he has I a think- regular column in the Geelong 80. He's not giving that up. <laughs> he does, actually. Tim does Kelly. he actually? Yep. Fucking that town will do anything to try and keep him. <laughs> Give him the, literally the newspaper. We've talked about this, haven't we? When Gary Abbott was leaving in his last year, for the last five rounds of the year, they changed the name of the local newspaper from the Geelong ad- advertiser to the Abletizer. And the post footy recap every week was printed in blue and white instead of black and white. It's a desperate town. Did you get any of the uh, Geelong Abletizers? Well, yeah, because that was it was the newspaper. No, but like, that's what I mean. Did you still have any? You kept them, didn't you? I don't, I don't know. That's or, or did you burn them when he took the money and left? If anyone kept them, Terrence. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Find had, out. Do we, some we, we had soup for dinner, but he he scrunches them up and cleans the oven with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't like to be reminded of those dark times. Nah. Speaking of dark times and letters, I reckon one man should start writing a resignation letter, and that oh. man is fucking Ross, the fucking boss. Boys, got a trivia question for you. Who's Who the worst coach in the AFL? No, no, I know no, no, the no. answer, Ross Lyon. Yeah, yeah no, that's true. But um, just who kicked two goals in the uh, <laughs> in the derby this week? How many kicked two goals? Uh oh. <laughs> Surely, surely something it's like two goals in a quarter. No, 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 just, just two goals. Like name, name who kicks two goals? Uh, one of the Oz kick teams, maybe. No, 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 no. That would be uh, that would be that would be the Frio fucking Dockers. Two goals, despicable. Two, two goals. goals. <laughs> That's so funny. This is the, this is a record breaking derby win. I think they've won nine. Excuse me. I think they've won nine in a row. Fucking hell. Two goals, nine to nineteen. Sorry, two goals, nineteen to nineteen goals, eight. I'm just gonna check how many of them were rushed. None. No, uh, sure. That is a load of shit, Tom. None. None were rushed. Thirteen behinds. So six rushed behind. Yeah, but you know what? Six probably touched on the line. Not handballed through. Probably touched on the line. Yeah, but that's still a rushed behind. And I guarantee you, there's probably a couple where. A Freo player like kneaded in or went off, came off hands because they fucked it up. A few out on the full. Yeah. Oh, that. Do you know who are no good? Freo. Well, I didn't realize because West Coast scored so much, I didn't realize it was raining so bad. Mm. Who's in charge of Freo? Ross Lyon. No, outside of him. Who's who's the boss? Peter Bell, isn't it? 
Here's what I want to do. I'm not going to do it this week. We'll pencil this in. I want, I'm going to write a letter to Peter Bell. Yep. Why he should remove Ross Lyon from Fremantle. <laughs> and then what you should do. And then do we're going to send it. To, can we get some How Goods Footy stationery? <laughs> What I, what I think is though that letter isn't is actually not a, not a letter. It's a it's a it's a USB it's a USB stick. Yeah. And he opens the letter and there's please see attached USB. He plugs it in. It's just this game. <laughs> Can I scent the paper so it smells like garlic? And Peter Bell opens it up and goes, Oh fuck! Oh. It smells like Ross. Fucking hell. Uh. Um, did anyone see from this game though? Mm. Possibly one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in a game of football. Nick Nat's tap to Luke Shuey that resulted in a goal, and you look at West Coast and you realise they're second on the ladder and they're just kind of cruising. Oh, yeah. No Kennedy. Like, Kennedy didn't play in the school kick 19 goals. It's it's just a weird season because no one's really turned it on. No. I mean, Geelong, but we all know that that's inconsequential. Yeah. Fuck you, a pack of shits. Um, I mean – one of our teams lost to Western Bulldogs this weekend. Tom, I do want to give you a lift. You lost to Carlton, Sean. I want to. I was going to give him a lift. <laughs> <laughs> now give me a lift. Oh, All right, he's the lift. Okay. Fun fact for you. Yeah. The two teams that play off in this year's grand final yeah. will have both lost to the Western Bulldogs by sixteen points in the regular season. Geelong and Brisbane. Hey! Oh, it's a, that's a fake fact though, because Geelong's not going to be in the grand final. The, the, the two teams that play off in the qualifying final. The first qualifying final. That could happen. Yeah. We will have to go, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and by that same token, a Brisbane finished fifth and Essendon are eighth. We're going to the Gabba, obviously. <laughs> oh, we, if yeah. it's a final, absolutely. Yeah. How good's footy? We go on every final? <laughs> Everyone. All, every, like, all of them. All of them. Yep. Can Some, we? Break open that credit card. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an in case of emergencies, how good's footy credit card? <laughs> I break it open and it just says, boys, it must be final season. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name on the card. Name on card. <laughs> Boys, it must be final season. Um, now, look, this tap, though, guys, was yeah. just reminded you of how good Nick Natty is and how much, like, the Eagles have missed him. Yeah. Just made Sandy look like a 10-year-old who'd been left out there play- after playing Kick. Just leapt over the top of him and tapped it over his head backwards, you know, so not looking at it. As Luke Shuey is running past, Shuey doesn't have to slow down. Just lands in his hands. He takes two steps, snaps it through goal. It is the connection is just flawless. Is it better than Ryder to Robbie Gray? No, because of the context of that tap. Mm. But it's up there. Like it's just. It's also just highlights how bad Freo are because they should have been all over that. Well, weren't. West Coast's three best players, weren't they Nat Nui, Gaff, and Shepard? And all three of them didn't play in the grand final last year. No. Oof, look out. And Shepard won the Ross Glendinning. No, the Glendinning Allen medal. Cripps, Darling, and Cameron all kicked four goals, which is two more goals each than the Fremantle Dockers kicked all game. Yep. And I think the other highlight of this game was, did you see the team photo at the end of the game? Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy McGovern and Tom Barras yeah. just pants up around their nipples. We will and t- we'll standing ha- awkwardly yeah. to the side, yeah. looking very stoic. And just big old gumbies. <laughs> and then- we'll have to tweet that. It's very good. But like West Coast, the West Coast Twitter person was like, "No, we don't understand why they did this either." <laughs> do you know what I love is because they're both they're both defenders. I love. Do you know what I love? I think it's just a trend in footy. Defenders are just cooked. <laughs> they like, don't look like the the thing that makes 
no sense to me is neither of them look like they have a sense of humor at all. In that photo, they look stone serious <laughs> with shorts up around their armpits. And again, no defender ever looks like they have a sense of humor. But you just, like, all defenders are just a little bit cooked. Look, well, at, look at Hooker. Oh, he looks like he has a look, sense of Look at Matthew Scarlett. Like, you know, look I, at, you know. I reckon Hipwood's a bit... Uh, Hipwood. Um, Harris Andrews. Harris Andrews. He's, he's got something weird going oh, on, doesn't, doesn't he? He's got a kink. You know yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just oh. looking at West Coast's run home and tell me that they're not almost a lock for a home final. Top two locked in. Let's go. Collingwood at home. Win. Melbourne in, I believe, Darwin. Win. North at home. Win. Carlton at Marvel. Win. Adelaide at home. Win. Tigers at the G. Question, Question mark. Hawthorne at home. Win. A home final. They're, yeah. And a win and then a home prelim final. And then a win and then maybe grand final. And a grand final. And a loss, probably. To either Geelong or Brisbane. Yep. Or Essendon. Or Essendon, yeah. Yep. Um, I'm just looking at this photo. Melbourne. Yep. yep. Just looking at this photo again. It's so good. Do you know what I love is it's clear that no one else in the team knew it was happening. Um, did anyone see Willie Willie Rioli's goal, the soccer goal? I oh did fuck! Not. They they opened the bag of tricks. I tell you what. Speaking of um, garbage and, and tricks, Melbourne next week, next game, next game. We're just skipping the rest. Of the- <laughs> it's, it's, it's Melbourne, so it should be say next season. Next season. Um. So, guys, I, I tipped Carlton. Same. Oh, I tipped Melbourne. Oh, I believed. Yeah. Can I say, though, is there a more Melbourne thing in the world than being 40 points up and then almost losing to Carlton? Are they up by 40? Well, 40 points up. You can't be up by 40 points and then lose they to kicked Carlton. one goal in the last quarter. Put me up on that, Tom. Brisbane did that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Carlton love doing? Running over the top. Also, Carlton scored 100 points. Yeah, it's really sad that they scored 100 points and lost. Oh. They've done it twice now. So at the 27th minute mark of the third quarter, Tom McDonald kicked his sixth goal. And then did his knee. Um, <laughs> not funny. Don't know why I laughed. But no, but like if you had to sum up Melbourne's season in an event, him, Tom McDonald kicking six goals and then doing his knee his and then almost ending, losing. Yeah. So oh, they're 38 points up when that, like, goal go, that goal goes through. Will Setterfield then kicked a goal straight away and then two behinds. <laughs> and then it was three-quarter time. Carlton, yeah, Carlton down by 30 points. They then kick the next one, two, three, four. Four goals before um, Melbourne Jack- even scored. Then there's two behinds. Then another goal to Carlton. And then it's just Jaden Hunt kicks a goal, which is the, the, the sealer. Was it a case of Melbourne were dog shit or was it just that they ran out of rotations on the bench? One player, they had one, player. one um, player on the bench. But, but also Melbourne. Mm. Like, yes, if you lose rotations and you're 38 points up though and you're playing Carlton. They, they just, lost their two key defenders and they also lost the person who was kicking all their goals. They also just looked terrible. Melbourne is still a mathematical chance. To finish last? To play finals. Joe, that was the thing. If if Carlton had a one, they would have gone ahead of them because their percentage is better. Yeah. So <laughs> Far out. with this, uh, also something of note that was exciting, the last two behinds that were kicked were both very close to goals. Oh, 
So Mitch Hannon <laughs> bombed one down from it was about fifty. Yeah, on the run, on the run, bounced once, twice, stopped. It on just, the line, the ball just stopped, and there was no one in the forward fifty. So then there was just like wow. no one did. It, it was just well, like, no, the, the camera the, was just focused on the ball for like a couple of seconds with just nothing happening, and then all of a sudden, two boys just fly in. Do you know what I loved about that? That shows that was it. Fox Footy, yeah. Fox Footy has a, has a sense of theatre because they went. We could zoom out and show you who's running to try to get this ball over the line in the forward 50. Or we could just show you the ball on the goal line and you've got no fucking idea. And they chose the second option and it was fucking great. I don't know direction. which I don't know which players it were, but the Melbourne player like slid in just trying to get a foot to the ball and the Carlton player pretty much just risked his entire life to make sure <laughs> it was touched. But then picked the ball up and immediately turned around and took off out of the yeah. square and to then- try to get it down the other end and they nearly drew the game. With again another, so it was another kick on goal with a. Uh, this time the Carlton play slid across the ground with like feet first to kick the ball, but it hit the post, and then they conceded it's fifty Mitch McGovern, meters. Wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. They conceded. What was a fifty meter penalty for? So what happened was the ball went hit the post and then came back into play and Setterfield socketed it through the goals. Oh, so okay. it's the ball's dead and he's kicked it away from Melbourne. So it's fifty oh. meter penalty. Oh, steady on umpire. I mean, it's a free kick. Yeah, fair enough. Fuck, I didn't tell you the most cooked free kick in the Geelong uh, Bulldogs game, which you'll find very funny. Gary Ron got a free kick for an out on the full, like someone kicked it out on the full and he was kicking it in. Um, It ended up being a throw-in 30 metres down the line because the ball never (laughs) returned to the field of play. He just kicked it 30 (laughs) metres down without it bringing back into play. So they had to do a throw-in. Oh, no, they had to do the throw-in back where he took the kick because the ball <laughs> So all the Bulldogs players are lining up, like, ready to take the uh, the free kick, you know, 30 metres down the line. The umpire's like, did it return to play? And the boundary umpire's like, no. <laughs> the only other player I've ever seen do that, Steve Johnson. <laughs> anyway, this game was cooked. Yeah, it was pretty good in the end. Uh, Melbourne in trouble because, you know, lots of injuries. And they're Melbourne. Next game? <clears throat> My favorite coach in the AFL proved that uh, he's still unstoppable. And so is his head. It's, it's so big. Uh, just a quick update. Reece Shaw, still the biggest head I've ever seen. And I've been looking. Been sussing out, surveying the landscapes. <laughs> is there a bigger head out there? I don't think so. If you've got a bigger head than Reece Shaw, <laughs> send us a photo. If you have... Dusha wants to know. I want to know. And then let me know how many thoughts you have in there. Is it more than a normal person? Because Reece Shaw seems to think that he's got more plays in there definitely than Brad Scott had. But did Brad Scott have a small head? Yeah. Oh, actually, the Chris brothers, the Chris brothers, the Scott brothers do have kind of small heads. Yeah, but I think Chris Scott, guys, fuck, guys. Yeah, I know what happened. What? See how I've been saying for weeks, Brad's not quitting if he doesn't have a job lined up. Yeah. I reckon the job he's got is uh, like substitute teacher, but he's substitute Chris. <laughs> Chris wanted a week off, and Brad's like, "Yeah, I'll do it. I've got ideas," and that. They went, all right, we need a, we need a plan B, uh, Brad. Mm. Oh, fuck, he only gave me plan A. <laughs> what? I mean, um, I've only got a plan A. My name is Chris. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think my footy team's being parent-trapped. Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's keep going to this one, though. <laughs> so, North won. North won, and look, after the first quarter, I was like, Al Richardson, goodbye. It's been nice to see like you coach, but unfortunately, this is the end of the road for you, my friend. Reese Shaw is going to be oversa- almost oversaw two coaches losing <laughs> their jobs. <laughs> Imagine stepping in as a substitute coach 
Or like, yeah, brought in mid-season and then ending a nulli coach's <laughs> career. <laughs> Fucking hell. And then he gets hired. He's the coach of two clubs. <laughs> <laughs> they bring him into coach. That's a, that's a rule that no one knows about. If you're a, if you're a coach who's come in <laughs> midway through a season and you get another coach fired, you get his job. <laughs> it's powerful, powerful stuff. <laughs> North are a chance for finals. Yep. They're more of a chance in Sydney that everyone has, was talking up for a while. Well, they're only one one game out. Yeah, and them, them and the Bulldogs are both now one game out. Yeah. If North beat Essendon... Let's take a look at North's run. They I mean, they say win. if, but they won't. Okay. If they beat Essendon. I don't know if they will. No, me neither. And then they play Brisbane at the Gabba. Two losses. It's dangerous, but I don't think they win that either. Got, you know what? Oh, yeah, fuck. Nah, sorry. Nah, then they got the Eagles <laughs> over there. Fuck. Then they got Hawthorne. Then they got Hawks at Marvel. The Cats at GM HBA. <laughs> Port Adelaide at Marvel, and then Melbourne in Tassie. I think they'll win one, two, three. I think they got three wins in them, and it won't be enough. Four potentially, but that's not going to be enough. Imagine if they pinched one against the Eagles. Oh, they won't. But imagine. If they're going to pinch one, it'll be against Geelong. Fuck you. Why is it against me? You have the, like, it makes sense. Yeah. What? It's logical. Fuck off. <laughs> you can't. It's just like sometimes a team that's top of the ladder just forgets to be competitive. Yeah, it happened on the weekend. It won't happen again. Oh, I don't know. It's happened twice pretty close together. It happened three times this year. Yeah, but once was, it was like once at the start. They didn't happen for like 10 weeks. It's happened twice pretty close together. Yeah, right, whatever. Fuck yeah. Reshaw rules. Reshaw's going to win every game because his head's full of wins. <laughs> I just wonder if like when a North Melbourne going to, like, do you reckon they'll sign a contract? I No, they're seriously trying to get horse. No, they're not going to sign a contract because <clears throat> they're going through some pissant fucking thing where like their panel is like Glenn Archer and a whole bunch of old North Melbourne players. That's pick. their problem. That's exactly. They've got Brady Rawlings. They've brought him back. They're trying just to get but the old band back together. Rawlings can't. Rawlings isn't working there officially until October. Yep. Yeah, but he's unofficially having a chat to people. Yeah, you're right. He would just be, he'd be working essentially already, wouldn't he? Oh, can we talk about just North Melbourne thing unrelated to this? Mm. Magic Door, comeback game in the VFL. Oh. Cool. Fucking huge. Love it. Crowd got around him. Crowd got around him. Gave it a fist pump. He got around himself. Yeah. I think he only played the first quarter. Yeah, that's all right, though. He's back. He's he's coming back. Came on for a couple of bursts. Tell you what, they make finals. Norm Smith. Oh, Oh, shit. Who's presenting no, this no, no, year? No, 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 they're down by five points. I don't know who they're playing, but it's the grand final. It could be Brisbane, Geelong, or Essendon. They're down by five points. There's under a minute to go. The ball comes in long. It's Ben Brown. He's nowhere near it. Majak over the top. Huge mark. Goes back. Kicks the goal. Seals it. They win a grand final. Reshaw gets up on stage and says, Neck Majak. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Right? Oh. How good I, would I that would be? Want, I would want the after the siren goal to be him torp torping it from sixty five. Yep. Imagine the headlines in the paper. North Magic. What Magic. about? And this this isn't good, but it's good. <laughs> but then it's good. It isn't good. Then it is good. Right. <clears throat> Essendon go in. Oh, whoever we're playing before before Collingwood, we 
cook it real bad. Lose by like 100 points. That's enough. The Essendon board are like, Woosha, get out of here. <gasps> then, got no coach. <laughs> and everyone's like, what are we going to do? And we're like, we got to. What are you doing? We're just going to. Just going to like. Write it out, I guess. Like, we're not going to have a coach against Collingwood. For some reason, we're fired. We're, sure we're not replacing him. <laughs> Essendon come in, beat Collingwood. They still scrape into the finals. <laughs> Reece Shaw, frustrated at North Melbourne. They still haven't offered him a contract, despite the fact he has lifted this team out of shit. Sure, they didn't <laughs> quite make the eight, but he, he's got a lot of ideas. He loves working with a team that's full of potential. Essendon, coachless, finished eighth. There's a week off. There's talks. Hample picks up the phone. He's like, Reese, we need you. Reese Shaw comes to Essendon and coaches them all the way to the finals. And then he says, unemployed, neck minute, holds up the cup. <laughs> that was worth it. That was worth it. <laughs> Sometimes, Reese, I thought you were going to get Sheeds back. <clears throat> ooh, ooh. Hmm. Nah, get Sheedy back. Just for that Collingwood game but, where we didn't have a coach. But his face seems a bit misshapen, and it's oh. because he rips his mask off and it's reshored, but his head's too big for the mask to fit properly. <laughs> <laughs> so he looks like um, old mate in Men in Black. Oh, fuck. The bad guy from the first yeah, Men in Black. You know who I mean. I know who you mean. Cockroach. Oh. Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Uh, next game? Yep. Last game what, what of the round. Uh, what happened in this game, Sean? Oh, uh, mate. Jeremy West playing at Giant Stadium against Brisbane. They I, need- yeah. Yeah. They win this. They secured second spot. Lions. This is how much the uh, Giants were favourites, and I know we don't like talking betting on this show, but I'm pretty sure Brisbane paying four dollars for a win. Oh, I would have got on that. That's juicy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! I would have got suspended for the you correct amount of weeks so that I could play in finals. For that <laughs> far out. I would have gone looking for the uh, credit card that's in. Uh, Boys, of, yeah. yeah, boys, it must be finals time. <laughs> Sean, where is he? Like, put it all on Brisbane. Fucking hell. Uh, I would have covered most, us for the finals for four years. <laughs> it's the most nervous I've been all season, actually. I stood up for nearly the entire third quarter and I was standing up for the majority of the fourth quarter and I, I actually was not comfortable until there was about 90 seconds left in the game. Sean. Sean. Why were you nervous? Because I've just had a look at the worm again, just to yeah, refresh yeah. So Brisbane <clears throat> obviously won. Uh, GWS, though, put up a fight. Uh, they were in front for exactly zero minutes of the game. Yep. Um, they they never the got within once. three goals. That's... Yep. Pretty close. Not true, <laughs> but that's fine. It looked like it was, a, it was sitting at about a 20 to 15 point mark for most of the game. Yeah, kind of like hovered. It got to a point where it was either 20 or 26 points. And they ages. just, every time they'd get one, you'd get one back and immediately. And then Brisbane looked like they were going to run away with it. And then basically it got to that point, you know, when you're in the fourth quarter and you view the Giants, you're just like, fuck it, we'll just gun it and try. Brisbane absorbed it for the first 10 minutes and we thought, probably going to be right here. And then uh, I think the Giants kicked the last three goals of the game. Yeah, but you got the sealer. Yes. yes was it yes. Hipwood? Oh, Hipwood kicked one. I love him so much. <laughs> Mixed day kick for the last goal. That's right. Oh, oh the, the Charlie Cameron. I love him so much. <laughs> so many, I love. I just love the team. I'm trying to think if there's any players in the team that I'm unhappy with, and there's probably not. I love them all. There was so the passage of play that I want to talk to you about is that yeah. that, that McStay goal. Yeah. So Cameron oh, yeah, yeah, Cameron that. runs onto the loose ball and just burns Shaw for speed. Yeah. Cuts through and looks like he's opening up the angle and then. Cheeky glance to see McStay standing in the goal square. McStay 
So sure that Cameron is going to go for the goal. Not ready for the sneaky little check side pass to him. He kicks the goal in. Sean, what I think people might miss if they watch this passage of play is that there is a man who takes Heath Shaw out so that he cannot lay a tackle. Mm. And that man wears a cape. And uh, that cape is Bruce. And that man's name is Mitch Robertson. (laughs) (laughs) He was a cannonball, as usual. I love him so much. You love him all so much, Sean. I love them all. (laughs) So much, Tom. So much. Eric Hipwood got uh, injured in the first quarter and Ben Dixon, I think, was doing the boundary riding. He said, no, he's cooked for the game. That's it. And then he came back out. But was, you were watching. He did not look good. He looked terrible because Hipwood's very flexible and his, his agility is great and he's got great speed. Yeah. Couldn't move. But heroic. Took a huge mark. Shades of Dermot Brereton. He didn't, get, <laughs> he didn't get crunched. He just hurt his knee. Um <laughs> But no, I just thought it was a really brave performance by him to actually play out the game, and it didn't affect the you know the rotations. He took a man, and he kicked a, a you know an important goal in that last quarter. I think yep. it was. And counterpoint, Sean. Yes, was that a risky thing to do since well, he is a key player, and that might have cost him a few weeks. I can only assume that they checked his knee out or whatever the injury was, and went, you know what? It's not structural. It's probably just like a corky type situation. Stay out there. You can stay out there, and then they chose to have him stay out there because you wouldn't think they would risk him. They probably made it his choice, and yeah. he went, I'm going back out there for the boys. I did look at him in the second quarter and think, he should not be out there, but I'm, they're doctors and I'm a fuckwit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go with them. And he, he played an important role, and um, yeah, Mitch Robinson just cracks in every week, and I love him. Dan McStay, for a bloke who probably only kicks a goal a game, is yeah. that, at the moment, works so hard and does so many things that, like if you're not watching it closely, you would think, oh, McStay's only had you know six touches again or something like that. But fuck, he's important to the team. Yep. Uh, I have heard that he has re-signed. They haven't announced it yet. Yeah. But um, I think he will be staying. So that's good. Love him. Daniel Humor McCluggage. Staying at Brisbane. <laughs> oh. oh no good. one's going to make that joke. I doubt that. And yes. if they don't make that joke. Brisbane yeah. should give me their social media, which I, was, I will then share with you. I was calling you out for garbage, mate. <laughs> Humor Cluggage. Probably the best what a quarter. I make. <laughs> <laughs> what a ripper call. <laughs> Just take a moment. Take him. McStay at Brisbane. It's <laughs> good. Do you see what I did there? His name's Daniel McStay. Yeah. yeah. And he's staying at Brisbane. So he's McStaying. Yes. Daniel McStaying. Yes. No, I think it's. I think it will be. He's McStaying. I think that's better than your joke. All right, mate. Yeah. That's Ooh, fine. Topped him. Topped the topper. You did it. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, McCluggage. McCluggage. The sidesteps. He's actually surprisingly quick. I didn't realize that he was so uh, so uh, pacey. His last quarter was huge. He was playing in the same game with Tim Taranto, who was the number two pick, one yeah. ahead of him. He was three, wasn't he? Yeah. McCluggage was three. McGrath from Essendon was uh, first. Mm-hmm. McCluggage is the best of those three players, I think. Taranto's potentially ahead of him it's, at do, the moment. Do you know what I think it is? McCluggage will be the best player. I think it's a Ball-Judd-Hodge situation. Uh, McGrath, McGrath's miles behind Taranto and McCluggage, I reckon. I know he won the rising star, but I would take Taranto and McCluggage. Yeah. Like that. That's probably a fair call, but McGrath has shown enough that I wouldn't be surprised in like a year or two if you yeah. are. You're far more comfortable being like, yeah. What, I, what, yeah. I, what I mean by McGrath, McGrath is, and this is not a bad thing, McGrath's going to be the Luke Ball, right? McCluggage is probably, will probably be the Judd. Oof. And I think 
Taranto, the Hodge, the just the wrecking ball inside mid. I see Taranto as more of the Judd. Yeah. And yeah. McCluggage well, is. Well, I don't think there's a Hodge in that group. No. To be but honest. but as in that's the. Do you know where there is a Hodge, though? Your back line. Oh, mate, he got hurt pretty badly <laughs> yeah. by um, by that um, that murderer. Uh, what's his name? Cameron. 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 Who I forgot existed. Harris, I don't watch the Giants that much. Harris Andrews and him had. Harris Andrews had a huge game. Yeah. Great, like intercepted everything. Yeah. But Andrews. Uh, and him had a had a very sort of long, nice conversation at the end of the game. So they should look like Harris Andrews initiated it. Yep, um, as you would expect from a good. Bloke. He walked over and said, "Remember when you knocked me out? Yeah, I do. Remember when we beat you by twenty points? Oh, that was today. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was one moment late in the game where Harris grabbed the ball and he wanted to try a bit of a don't argue, and he just like face mauled <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> Didn't quite work though. He got no. wrapped up in the tackle and there was a ball up, but I I enjoyed the endeavour behind it. Yeah. So Hodge got crunched early, and then later on, he's got a memory. This man, he lined up Cameron and just knocked him down. <laughs> and it was so so satisfying. Love Hodgie. What do you mean? Love, Hodge, love Hodge holds a grudge and also likes hurting people. I don't believe it. <laughs> Um, you know what? Ben Dixon, who um, is familiar with Fagan, obviously, because he was at Hawthorne. Yeah. He said something I thought was really cool. That's that Fagan calls all the players every Tuesday night. 22 call, phone calls. Just calls He did it when he was at Hawthorne, so I'm assuming he still does it at Brisbane. Yeah. But, like, calls up, calls up all the players. Of chats. Just has oh. a has a, probably a two-minute chat with every player. Oh, that's all he needs. Yeah. yeah. A couple of seasons ago, it was a two-hour chat. Mm. This year, two minutes. I was talking to my brother today about Fagan coaching on the bench, and we're starting to think that it's the blokes, the assistant coaches up in the box who are the tactical guys, and Fagan's very much the dad. He's the heart. who gets around the boys and just, like, gives them what they need and just builds them up, and then the other guys are handling the, stra- uh, the strategy stuff, I reckon. Yep. Yeah. Well, who's in that? What? Uh, there's a guy named um, Dale Tapping who I don't know if he has a footy background. I think they brought him in from from outside of football. But I think he's a bit of a whiz because you look at some of Brisbane's wins this year and they're, they're tactical wins. Like when they beat West Coast early, they take away that team's strength yep. and they're, they're just doing it really well. They did it to Melbourne last week. They killed him with contested did, footy. With, with the Giants, they did it too where they're like, we need to get on top early and make yep. them chase us. Huge win on the road. I think the Giants' average winning margin at home was like 70 points this year. So, What's their average losing margin there? 20? Are you the first team that's done it this season? No, I think Frio beat them there. Yeah, by yeah. about 30 points. Too. Yeah. So the Giants... No, no, no sorry. Frio beat them at uh, Canberra. Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh, so Giants beat Essendon by 72 points. Yeah, that was great. Uh, then they, they beat Richmond by 49 points. <laughs> Yep. Then they get Gold Coast there, did they? Or yep. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, you know, I think I saw that... an interesting comment today, and that's that uh, in reference to the Fox Footy team, who some of their commentary was a bit dog shit, um, as usual. But You're the only team to have been in the Giant Stadium this season. Oh, very good. That bodes well. Kings. The Fox team were talking about how the Giants have probably the most talented list on paper. Yep. And the take I saw on that today was like, they're just like reusing old information. Yes, that was true back in like 2016 when they lost the prelim to the, the doggies. You look at their list then, it's just star-studded. Now it's it's thinned out a lot. They've lost a lot of players. Mm, they have, but I would also argue on paper, their list is the the best, like just pound for pound, just talent though. Oh, I don't know, Tom. Not depth-wise. 
anymore. I, no, probably not the depth, but the talent's still there. Like mm. their best 22 for t- raw talent yeah. would easily beat the three of our best 22s mm-hmm. for raw talent, but not necessarily for like actual. Well, I mean, it's two weeks in a row we've seen that that is not the case of them <laughs> versus our teams. <laughs> All right. Yeah, come on, Tom. Tom. No, 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 just, no. All we ask is that you do your research. Yeah, no, and just, just come never back. forget. Yeah. All right. Be more like Hodge. Don't forget who hits you and then hit them back. <laughs> so I guess in this instance, don't forget that we've dogged you. Don't <laughs> get us back with stats. I, I did dog you. I yeah. tipped against you one week. Your old mate, Link McCarthy. I think he had his best game for Brisbane too on the weekend. Love it. I'm so happy for him. He spent a fair bit of time in the midfield. Yep. He's quick. Noah Answorth played on Toby Green. Yep. He's got pace. Well, so the thing about, back down. The thing about McCarthy is we always knew he was good. We just couldn't get him on the park. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Christensen had a good game. Tom, we're talking a lot about pace. He seems to have re-found, like, regathered some of that pace. Yep. He's quick. He's, he's, play, he's playing ball. it. He's not injured. Love it. That pass from oh. him to Cameron or Cameron to him, it's just beautiful. Oh, you're talking about when Cameron ran in to kick it in the square? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Link McCarthy. Yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. McCarthy to Christensen, Christensen to Cameron. Oh, I must be thinking of a different one. I was thinking of the one earlier where McCarthy just threaded it and Cameron burned his player Yep, and just ran onto it. And that's another example of mixed age and little things. He sort of like put a body contact, a block on uh, Phil Davis who fell down like a sack of shit. Oh, oh <laughs> Phil. I've decided during this He's game, out of my I book forgot. of players I have crushes on. Gone. <laughs> Banned. Jesus. Burnt. The Giants float under, I think, everyone's radar sometimes. Yeah. During this game, I remembered I fucking despise them so much. I just hate them. They got Phil Davis, who's a bit of a fuckhead, but also actually I don't hate him, so he's not really strengthening my argument. Toby Green, yep. massive flog. Maybe the biggest. Jeremy Cameron should be in jail. <laughs> should be in prison, frankly. And all the rest of them, sick of them. Sick of Leon Cameron, piss off. Go Do you want to go next week, boys, and see what uh, what nonsense we're cooking up next week? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code Program. All right, so first game, Friday night. West Coast take on Collingwood at Optus Stadium. We've all been through this earlier in the episode. Uh, West, West Coast, Coast, 50 points. Yeah. I hope more. I hope more than 50. 150. Let's cross West that Coast percentage. to get a man fired, and that man is Eddie Maguire. <laughs> He'd have to say something really racist or sexist. Oh, no, that wouldn't work, would it? No. Uh, He's tried that route once every fucking three weeks. Fuck. You can't got- kill Eddie. Oh, just wait. When something will, and my God, a man will never be as dead as Eddie Maguire was. <laughs> and it'll be it'll be something like it'll be something that seems not that bad, and it'll just be like, just like it'll be like peeling some patchwork off a fucking boat, and then all of a sudden, water just comes flooding in, and it reveals all the other patchwork on the boat. Takes and down it him, up- takes down Collingwood. They get kicked out of the league. Tasmania get a team. It's great. All their players get spread around the league. Nah, fuck, just nah. Punted into no, the no, no, no. Some of the fired into the sun. No, some of the players I don't mind. Nah, fuck Who? all of them. Mason Cox. Nah, fuck him. Big fan. Go back to America. Nah, send him somewhere. America. To America. Pendlebury, great player. Fuck retirement village. Oh, Jeremy Howe. No, Travis Varco. Fuck off. Oh, I love Travis Varco. I don't. He could have won you that grand, uh, prelim final. I still love him. Side so note: Just on the Pendlebury's thing, I've uh, <laughs> heard he's no good. Yeah, no, like I as heard a man, that, I heard I've no heard good. this too from someone I know who yeah. has uh, met him at an yeah. event. Yeah, just not a nice man, mm. which bodes well for the Collingwood standard of just rubbish boys playing for a rubbish team. Yeah, you can bet on that. What about Brody Grundy? <laughs> can he go somewhere else? At least he's all right. If he puts his glasses on, yeah, yeah, all right. Come yeah. to my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game, Sydney take on Carlton. Sydney. 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 In a tight one. University of Tasmania Stadium is hosting, oh, absolute fucking crowd pleaser of a game. <laughs> Hawthorne take on Freo. Um, uh, Hawthorne. Fuck, the seven blokes there are going to. No, 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 no. The Tasmanians turn up in force. It's the Hawthorne supporters in Melbourne who don't go to the footy. <laughs> oh, I'm for Hawthorne, I think, will win this. Yeah, yeah Hawks. Hawks. Clarko. Luckily, straight after that game, there's going to be a huge clash at Marvel Stadium. Disappointing Essendon. disappointing time slot, sorry. Yeah, the graveyard slot. <laughs> I don't like it. It should be prime time, this game. Well, I guess at the start of the year, this wasn't a prime no, time No, no, but last year, the game was decided by a kick with a minute to go. It was high scoring, fast, exciting. This is a game you put on at seven. Look at the two Saturday night games that are going to come up next. Fuck me. Put the <laughs> Essendon and fourth Melbourne game in prime time. Because I don't know why the Geelong-St. Kilda one is a primetime game. Because let's be honest, the last time these teams played, we killed them and have killed them a lot. Actually, this is bad. You can't televise a murder. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) No, no, for for prosperity, we need to so that people know how Alan Richardson lost his job. For archival purposes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so Essendon will beat North. Gold Coast will absolutely lose to Adelaide real bad. That, that Essendon North game, I think, is going to be a goal. That's going to be the... Well, remember what happened it. when we played them earlier in the year? That was under Brad Scott. So that's going to be interesting mm. because uh, Reece Shaw would have watched the tapes. He'll know what to expect. He, he's been watching tapes yeah. s- since he was born. He's He can probably put a whole tape in his head. Because <laughs> he's got so, so much information stored in No, no, no in guys, there. guys, guys, that's why it's so big. It's got two tape reels that just spool <laughs> in his head. <laughs> Such a big head. Well, I mean, have or- you seen his brother? One of them had to have brains. 
then Sunday we have Richmond taking on GWS. Oh, Tigers. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. MCG. Yeah. Nah, MCG. Richmond no. Tigers. Yep. Do you know who plays really well at the MCG? Tigers. Yes, I'm tipping Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Marvel Stadium, Western Bulldogs take on Melbourne. Doggies, Doggies. Doggies should do it, but the fact they do they win when they should win? Mm, no, I don't know. Apparently, Liver could be back this week. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in. They fuck. Okay, so during uh, the halftime break of the Geelong Bulldogs game, they're like, we're going to get Liver on to talk about his injury. Tell you what, I've never seen a man who has not wanted to be anywhere near something more in my life <laughs> than Tom Liberatore on TV. So, how far away are you? Yeah, um, probably back soon. <laughs> like, that was it. Just giving them donut. You could just see, like, Hamish and Richo were trying so hard, and he was just like. It's just not because everyone confuses the fact that because he, there's, like, the, the the Snapchat video of him saying that he just made 100 on grand final day Yeah, when he said he just, like, was batting it. He won the Ashes. Yeah. Then there's obviously all those photos of his, like, trip. Overseas, but him, like him getting rowdy in games, but he's not off the field. No, he's a very, very stoic man. I should know. I hung out with him for quite a long time. Who's your best friend? Pyrola, best friends. Lovely bloke. Love him. Next, Next game. game, Port Adelaide take on Brisbane. Huge. Ken Hinckley to lose his job. Brisbane Huge by- game. Match of the round. Forget about the grand final rematch. <laughs> Forget about Richmond versus the Giants. Forget about Fourth Melbourne Essendon. Forget about, Fuck, forget about Hawthorne Frio. <laughs> I already had. <laughs> forget about Gold Coast Adelaide. Um, no, nah, it's four. Oh, I'm this obviously is... backing Brisbane by four goals. I think it'll be closer than that, but I th- – oh, Jesus. I think it could be close. I think um, you'll win, but I think it'll be a kick. I think it'll be only be a goal. I think earlier in the year we beat them by three goals. I think it'll be less it than tight, that. and they probably almost should have won that one. And this one's at their home. Uh, last year they beat us at their home by, I think, five points. I reckon after they walked over the top of Adelaide, they'll forget to bring their best to uh, this contest. Well, they have been doing that. Do you know who's going to be hungry, though? It's Tommy Rockcliffe. Do you see the game he had on the weekend? He's always hungry, though. He's a pig. Yeah, he's... (laughs) No, he's a pig. He's a fantasy pig. Yeah, loves it. Yeah. Leather poisoning. Bloody loves it. Um... Oh, yeah, Brisbane to win. I I think it'll be a really good game because it's two teams that just fucking love to attack. I reckon it'll be a shootout. Yeah, hopefully. He put at one end, both kicking Dixon over, at the other. Both kicking over 100 points. Rosie at that end. Cameron at that end. Yep. Neil on Boke. Folk if he's back. He didn't Wines on Robbo. Uh, I'm sort of banking on them being exhausted from a showdown, although it wasn't a typical showdown. They, they steamrolled them. They just had to like jog. They got a few bit. weary bodies, though. Although Brisbane had a pretty hard contested sort of game against. It's pretty tough travelling two weeks in a row, actually. Yeah. Bloody hell, Gil. Sort that shit out. Well, no, he won't because he's a piece of shit. Ugh. Log. He is a big piece of shit. Brisbane will win. Hey, dudes, here we go to emails. I think I'm just going to have to pre-record that at this point. It's just it's just no good, Tom. It was nearly a song, and I actually appreciate <laughs> it. It'll, yeah, it'll, it'll be a song next week. Uh, if it's a song, I'll allow it if it's a song. Bring my guitar in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the first email we've got is from last week, and it's a really nice one uh, from Helen. Hi, all. I started listening to your podcast this footy season. I'm absolutely loving it. Mostly because Doucher is an Essen fan. You're welcome. <laughs> and how excited he gets about our team. Yes, I do. Kale Hooker for Prime Minister, maybe President of the World. <laughs> <clears throat> Approved. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll also, vote for him. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have to vote for him. I've he's. I've, I've Is it a, it's a dictatorship. <laughs> it's already uh, well, happened. It's the hook dictatorship. It's <laughs> look. Pretty much the only ruling he has is that he just swings himself forward. Yeah, that's it. Everything else goes the same, but just he gets to swing himself forward late in any game of footy. Not even for Essendon. He can just come onto the field for any yeah, team. You're just watching like a game between like Gold Coast and Richmond, and he just runs forward for the Gold Coast and wins the game. I reckon Carlton would have liked to swing hooker forward on the weekend. That should be a new rule. Everyone should have a hooker. <laughs> Every sport. No, no, but it's just Kale Hooker. <laughs> but it's also refreshing to hear, uh, and back to the email, it's yep. uh, also refreshing to hear a bunch of guys talk about footy and being progressive in the valleys without fear of repercussion. I love how you call out sexism, racism, homophobia, as well as how much you hate domestic violence abuser Wayne Carey. We do hate him. It might, you know what my favorite activity is? Tweeting Channel 7 about Wayne Carey. <laughs> Every game. And everyone should. Everyone should. Fuck Channel 7 for putting him on TV. And fuck Wayne Carey for not putting himself in jail. Tweet Triple M, uh, Channel 7, AFL, and the just the AFL for allowing Wayne Carey to have a prominent role yeah, in the media. it's disgusting. Tweet him. Do it. Just because he was good at a sport doesn't mean that he should have a presence. And he was, he was fine at a sport. I would say... In fact, and some will say this is a controversial statement. He's no KL hooker. You wouldn't. Wayne Carey is already up forward. You couldn't swing him forward when he's already up forward. <laughs> Definitely couldn't swing him back. No, he's overrated. He is. It's a if, poor man's Nick Rewalt. But if you had to pick, like, over the last thirty years, you had to pick a great key forward. Wayne Carey's not the guy I'm picking. No. Even like, again, and then also that's that's just on field stuff. Off field, he is scum. Yeah, absolute scum. Fuck Wayne Carey. <clears throat> That's almost the unofficial tagline of Haggard's Footy. Haggard's Footy, it's good. Fuck Wayne Carey. <laughs> also, rate that you have regular female panelists on your show. You don't ever lay anything on too thick. Probably should have read that. It's your favorite part is that we're also idiots. <laughs> but you do call it out. So I just wanted to say thank you for, off the, for showing the often backwards footy world. What a great game we can all share in and enjoy if we are respectful of one another. I wish there were more guys out there willing to do the same, but I think a show like yours is helping to educate those who aren't. Keep up the great podcast. Go Bombers, Helen. The idea of more How Goods footies in the universe is scary. Um, we are allowed to exist, but if a How Goods, if another three people that are as dumb as us talk about <laughs> football, it will actually open a black hole. It will actually make Gil stronger somehow, so yeah. we can't allow it. It's too big a risk. Uh, this is, is a relatively niche Thing, but uh, so in Mortal Kombat, if you're playing as Sub Zero, <laughs> oh man, and you freeze someone, yeah, they're frozen. So how good's footy is Sub Zero with Frozen Gill? He's powerless. Yeah, but if you freeze someone that's already frozen as Sub Zero, Sub Zero gets frozen. So if there's two how good's footies, Gill gets stronger and we get weaker. Yeah, no. that's the rules. So that's some of your best work. Thank you, and that's a great email. Thank you, Alan. Yeah, thanks. All right, next email is from Keelan, who uh, <laughs> just pointed out that Mitch Brown was a featured player for the players' playlist this round. His song choices were like the most dad song choices, even though he's not a dad. Like, so we've got Answer Sandman by Metallica. We've got Drive by Incubus. Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. <laughs> Incubus is a very Mitch Brown song, I like, to, like band, I think. Living in the 70s by Skyhooks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That feels like a mum song, though. That's, that's his mum playlist. <laughs> <laughs> it's the songs he requests at the clubs when he's buying the Jaeger bombs. <laughs> All right, we've got a now next email is from Aaron. Who says, oh, subject. This sounds like it's going to be a touchy email. 
Forgive me, footy professors, for I have sinned. Well, Sean's not in the forgiveness business. He's in the top four <laughs> business, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> and the top four business is booming. <laughs> Fuck, I love footy. <laughs> Boys, I write today to explain what happened and plead forgiveness. <laughs> to start off, I'm in two tipping competitions, one being the How Goods footy comp and the other being a work one. Two weeks back when Essendon, my team went up against the Giants. I forgot it was a Thursday night game. I failed to tip my boys and got the Giants as an away team. My one saving grace is that I pre-tipped the entire 2019 season for the How Goods footy comp before <laughs> round one began. <laughs> boys, can oh, I be forgiven? Man. Cheers, Aaron. It was accidental. He just forgot about it. It was a Thursday night. Yeah. That yeah. was in the other league, though, the work league. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you should quit the league in disgrace. Yeah, <laughs> retire. Effective but, immediately. But also, he forgot. It wasn't like he he deliberately picked the Giants on purpose. So I think he's a nah, fool, not a TC. That's an honest mistake. That's not a TC act. Nah. No, it's a d- DC act. Yeah. Swap trader for dumb and that's you. P.S. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a P.S. to say, but Tom is a nice guy. Kano brings the faith and Dusha is the only truly smart one with his choice of team. I yeah, mean, right. that's nice. Do you know? Do you know what's sad? How low that bar is. The dude is <laughs> a truly smart one. Like Sean and I, just like, oh fuck. <laughs> Last email. Subject: Serious question. Ooh, guys, I have a dilemma. How do I come back from space <laughs> after riding high on the back of a four-goal haul by resident astronaut? Norton. Fuck you. Ah, <laughs> oh, I got ambushed. This is bullshit. I find myself in orbit and oxygen deprived. I'm not sure if I'm just lightheaded or if I can actually sniff a hint of September. Oh. Send help from Matt Smolden. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know was really hard? Is how much I av- love Aaron Norton, but then watching him destroy my team. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like if I was watching like if if it be it was like eating KFC and getting food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but, but it's fucked me. And it's I, done. I, I, oh, yeah. man. But am I going to stop loving it? No. So if people want to send us emails uh, asking for directions back from space or just want to tell us how great we are because they're always nice too, uh, you can send us an email to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or you can get in touch with us individually. I'm at Awkward Treat. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Douche13. And before we wrap up the show, I've got yes. one last announcement that if you're following us on Twitter, you already know about. But if you're not, this will come as a surprise. We, on the 1st of August... In a collaboration with Gemma and Play on Radio, are hosting a trivia night. What's the topic of the trivia, Dusha? Ah, uh, football, modern football. So basically, we're hosting a competition. We're going to ask a series of footy-based questions to find out how good footy is. <laughs> Correct. Uh, tickets Excellent. Are, tickets are five dollars. You can find the event on our Twitter page. I will pin it as a top tweet, just so you can find it really easily. It is in Collingwood, and look. It's a trivia night hosted by us. So if you're worried you don't know enough about football, it's $5. And if you get no questions right, we probably wouldn't have either. It's true. Unless it's- there's like, how, what is the best distance from Voss to kick it? For Voss to kick it. Oh, shit. 55. 55. <laughs> I'm done. And speaking of play on radio, you can always hear How Good's Footy first on play on radio. And that's playonradio.live at 4 p.m. on Wednesdays or 5 a.m. Thursdays. Australian time, Melbourne time, not Australia. No. Different time zones, big place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pull out your world clock, figure out when that's the perfect time for you. Uh, listening on there helps our show. 
give it a listen, or not so you get to hear it first, and when our tips and predictions make far more sense. Yeah. By Thursday, sometimes a lot of the things we're saying make little to no sense. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but look, what I say on a Monday night while we're recording, like Bombers are going to win the flag, I'm absolutely going to mean on Thursday when the episode's released. Go Bombers. Go See Cats. You. In Fagan, we trust. Can't wait for a coach to get fired this week. Ken. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.